The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin Penelope McElroy. Justin, you were just telling us before we started recording, and you expressed some hesitance to actually want to talk about this on the program. It's not funny. That, that you have just purchased a new vehicle and i think there's a lot of legs here you i think have, there's a lot of, i hope there's it. not a lot of legs on the car griffin it's it could be a fucking my neighbor totoro cat bus but no it's probably a four-wheeled vehicle car mm-hmm. and i just wanted to sort of dive into like the decision because i know you're such a gearbox yeah and yeah, i yeah. know i know that you like really like to get into these vehicles and like really inspect them bumper to bumper guarantee mm-hmm. and like yeah, go over sure. all yeah, and just go over all the parts and like try and f- you know maximize the efficiency See how the parts go yeah upgradability being able to put some turbo in there is huge mm-hmm. yeah, usually you want to make sure that it's got room for turbo because you buy a car and it's all the trunks all full of parts already you don't where's have room the knocks for turbo. go where's the the knock the nas the knock so w- walk me through sort of the decision making process that you went through that led you down the the winding road to your new whip. Well, I almost bought a Honda Odyssey, which is mm-hmm. a minivan, mm-hmm. because it had a built in vacuum in mm-hmm. it. Have you ever heard of such a thing? So a built in vacuum. How does like uh, the engine has a vacuum to like suck the fuel up into the engine to make it go? go? faster they, no there's a vacuum in the back that you can pull out it's got a huge tube and you turn on the engine and it just sucks and you can oh, clean up all the baby detritus so that's like fun because you can look at your friends and they'd be like why did you buy this and you would say because this car sucks and you would all yeah. have a good laugh yeah or like a medium it, laugh yeah so it's not like for going it's for like cheese it's yeah it's like I almost got this car because it had a built-in vacuum. What was the engine? <laughs> what was the engine like on that one, though? Like, oh, it used gas. Oh man, you got it. <laughs> hey, Justin, quick question about this about this vehicle. I know you didn't go with it, but is it got Hemi? Yeah. It, if I wanted to go farther, I could stop in pretty much any gas station. Oh well, hell yes. Yeah. Um. I actually, uh, I wasn't planning on buying a new vehicle, but I had to because the Germans yeah. <laughs> tried to kill the planet with my car. They made yeah, my car into a planet killing sleeper well, don't, agent. Hold on. Don't blame that on all Germans. It was no. the, the Germans. No, they zagged on me and Justin pretty hard with these yeah, VWs. It was I'm a gonna, pretty big I'm zag. Gonna, mine is killing the planet. It's definitely draining Gaia of the live stream or whatever, but. 
it goes so fast, and I like how I like how it looks. So I might hang on to my yeah to part with this car has been fascinating to me because yeah i i was so stoked when they offered to uh uh take it back for me because i bought it during i guess cindy and i were having a simultaneous midlife crisis and we bought yeah. this convertible beetle that you can't put a car seat in and then we had a baby so that was whack and then there was right. a german slide and they killed the plant with my they car exact you yeah and, plus isn't uh, isn't someone offering to take your car away and give you money back for it so you can get a different car like the dream of ever, even if you love your car just like i can just try i could just do a different car now yeah 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 not that's if great. You just bought it not if you just bought it a year ago and you don't like car shopping anyway justin loves car shopping and i want to get back into it so tell yeah. me about the vehicle that, that you did end up but any other any other uh, candidates that you were thinking about just based well, on sort of their specs? Hi, if you're just joining us welcome to car talk the yeah. new car talk 2.0 just car, car talk, ex- car talk yeah. extreme baja blast um so basically i was thinking also about kia sorrento mm-hmm. now that's a mm-hmm. mm, now that's a very fuckable ride <laughs> Um, you know, it has, we were looking for something with three rows that wouldn't be too terrible. Yeah. You know? Um, So, so I was thinking about maybe a Kia Sorento, but we ended up going with a Honda Pilot. What's the spoiler like on that? Uh, spoiler, I love it. (laughs) It's just a great ride. Okay. Okay. That's another car joke that I got. (laughs) And how's this baby hump the road? Um, well, like I when mean, you get like when you get her out there and you're taking yeah, the turns yeah, like I through know. through the country and like yeah. is is she humping the road or nah? I basically just drive it from my house to Rite Aid and back. Uh, yeah, what kind of what kind of like you time that or? Yeah, I can get from my house to Rite Aid in like five minutes, Ooh. which is about how long it took with my last car. Nice. Uh, uh, this one has three rows, so that's nice. Okay. What's um, the engine smell like when it heats up? Yeah, it's a good one, Trav. Um, you know, just like, just like a motor mm. burning head out you on know, the highway. You do know, do you want me to say freedom? I mean, it's just a Honda yeah. Pilot. Gas like, wise, gas wise, we talking diesel? Or are we talking about that regular tan stuff? Or like I'm old never, French fry stuff? Yeah, I'm never buying a diesel car again. Nobody no. sells diesel. That's, never buying that again. And I'm okay. sorry, the Germans tricked me into killing the plant with diesel. Sorry, but um, diesel's no, good for diesel's good for the planet. Planet drinks that shit up. That's what they yeah, try to tell me. Try to sell me on that. Have that you drink. done any sort of mods? Because I know, like, you are a real gearbox, and I love, I, I love you, and I know that you like to get under the hood and under the car. Yeah, you know they have the, the yeah, little yeah. four, the little dot, little dolly that you lay mm-hmm. down on, and you, you, I, I, I see you sometimes just sliding around on that, just having I've, like the best day ever when you're hanging with it. your crew. Yeah, your pit crew. Yeah, I, I I have made a couple of additions um in there. Oh, nice. Uh, one of the things was it didn't have. Well, my garage door opener wasn't nice. Clipped to the oh, you did a okay thing. A little salvage job from the last whip, and that's yeah, gonna yeah. pick you up like two or three miles per hour just right there. Yeah, and then also. It didn't have a um any disc in the uh and the tires blue, those are called the, those are called rims. You there was no disc in the Blu-ray player, and then I swapped that not having a disc out with uh Peppa Pig, oh. Muddy Puddles, and other nice. stories. Nice, oh, nice DVD, dude. So, Sick. Yeah, so I did that, that swap. And how does that tweak the torque? Pretty it's, good. It's booming actually. I can really oh, feel fuck. it when they jump in those muddy puddles. I I can feel it. The sound Shit. system 
the tweeters and woofers and stuff are really booming on that. Now, Justin, when you when you're doing your illegal street racing and yeah, like you really hit the height of that Peppa Pig episode, do you feel yeah. like that's the boost you need to get you over that old finish line? Yeah. And, uh, just a second question to add on to that: Is it also the closest that you feel to like seeing God's face? Yeah. Um, sometimes I confuse the voice of Daddy pig with the voice of god because they've both got very low rumbles just when you're like in that speed zone like in the thrill of when you're transcending i would would actually like to mention that uh i had to do a pretty sad (laughs) this is pretty savage actually i had to bring back the car the beetle and i had to walk through the dealership and they had already closed and they were just like sitting around because this is what my appointment was they were all like sitting around just like chatting and they asked me what I, how they could help me. And I had to tell them like, I'm here to sell back my car to you. Like take this car from me. Mm. And the, uh, they looked very like downtrodden and kind of dejected. And the Honda dealership is actually on the same lot. So I just like walked out the door and walked over to the other place. Just like, waving a wad of cash in front of you. Hey, listen, these suckers just bought back my beetle. Got him. Got, Got him. him. Got Justin, him. I'm so happy for you. I, I know you love your beautiful toys. You're a real Jay Leno. And I, I'm just like really excited for you to just have a new canvas to sort of do your art on. Whatever you do, don't get out there and start racing for pinks again. Yeah. Um. One thing that is hard is if my garage door is open and I try to open the back of the car, it'll... There's not enough room, so yeah. I gotta close. So I'm gonna have to mod either the garage door. Or so now you're hoping car. that there's a secret planet killing device inside of this car, so that you yeah. can fix this yeah, mistake get, you've made. Yeah, this was, this is a big whiff. I'm gonna have to try again. That's not a bad car shopping technique. I'm not looking for city versus highway miles per gallon. I'm not looking for you know any kind of aesthetic. I'm looking for the car that secretly has a device inside of it that is killing the planet so that in like a year or so I can get another free new whip. Yeah, the only MPGs I care about is mendacity per gallon. I just mm-hmm. want I want to know how many lies you can yeah. stuff in there. So when I uncover the lot when some some enterprising gearhead like myself discovers the lies that you hid in your car I, it's like leasing it's licensing it's just like it's lot you find it's cars fle- it's, lies fleece, it's fleecing, fleecing. fleecing. <laughs> there we go there we um, found it can we please do a show i warned you guys it would dude be no you did good and it was I'm funny pretty, and i love it good justin boring, as far i'm a pretty practical car shopper at this point like i've had my listen i had my fun with my um 1982 Malibu and my 1992 Cutlass mm. Sierra, I had um, fun with that Cutlass Sierra. Yeah, the brakes I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with my Kia Sophia and my Kia Sportage. Listen, I've had my fun, you know, my fun cars, and now I'm to, my Subaru Outback. Now I'm just ready to like settle down with mm. a little more grown up ride. Um, how about some questions? I've wasted my youth. Yeah. Hey, brothers. I recently started up a band with a couple of friends of mine. I'm the lead singer. Fuck slash yeah. Slash guitarist slash songwriter. Problem is, our bassist isn't very good. I can't listen. I see where this is going. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will take the job. And wh- here, let me give you a sample. Mm. Hi. Um. Sorry. Are you finished? 
Well, he was he was pretty good. Um, my name's Griffin, and I'd also like to apply for the job. Um, hey. I would I would also like to throw my hat in the ring, please. Base, 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 base. Hey, you've got a sound we've never heard before. We need we must have you. Thank you very much. One million dollars. The actual you, problem is, what's worse is he frequently argues with me about how our songs, which I wrote, should sound. Oh my I God. try my best to take his opinion into account, but most of the time his take on a song is flat out bad. I feel really bad kicking him out. How can I deal with this without breaking up the band? That's from Cacophonous in Canada. Liam, Liam, I love this Wonderwall song. Have you thought about doing it very, very fast? And <laughs> <laughs> made me fa- super happy. It was fast and happy, and also um, very loud electric guitars. It's whiny, isn't it? It's, it's a little, little whiny, whiny, isn't it? Isn't it? I think, what if it was much faster, like 210 BPU? I think it was like Pharrell. You like Pharrell? You like Pharrell? I've and been listening was, to a lot of Pharrell. What if we called it the Thunderwall? Hmm. What if we got LMFAO to do a verse? Oh, that'd you be know, nice. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, Actually, this song sounds fucking really good. It sounds good. really good. Yeah. Thunderwall by LMFAO, a 210 BPM fucking trance hit <laughs> featuring featuring Oasis. It'll be um, on the Facebook group by the end of the week. Oh, um, boy. So, you know, you often hear about bands that get famous and then kick somebody out. Mm. Um, and then you hear about bands that kick somebody out and then get fa- get famous. You know, like I'm thinking of Pete Best. Yes, that happened, yes. That, that happened with Pete. Pete Best, uh, the original Mustaine. drummer from the Oneaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original. That okay. This is good. The the, the uh, Metallica kicks out Dave Mustaine. They get huge. Beatles kick out Pete Best. They get huge. Oneaters kick out the uh, original drummer. They get huge. I'm I'm thinking maybe this guy from where he's not very good oh. at it and causing discord. Mm-hmm. Thank you within the band. Um, maybe. If you kick him out, the band would be better. Maybe, yeah. Like, and you would get famous. He's right the away. catalyst. This yeah. is this is such a precarious situation because you are the songwriter, lead singer, um, like head head of the band, right? And but you don't want to come off as a complete prick, right? But and I get that, and I think I think you do have to walk a pretty delicate line here. Now, on the other side of things, where the fuck does this bassist get off? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck does this bassist get off? I love a good bassist. I mean, shit. Some of my favorites are very important to me, but I'm gonna keep them a secret. Um, you, but where the fuck you? That's not. It's that's that's not what a bassist do though. McCartney Griffin, was a bassist, I, right? And Beatles, I guess he probably had a few things to say. Or was yeah, that Harrison? Had, yeah, no, no, I'm, no, I'm, no. McCartney I'm, had it. I'm sorry, I have to stop you guys. I'm very yeah. uncomfortable right now because you're both just kind of like. Casually endorsing bassism. Oh, Jesus. Okay, come Thank on. Thank you. Hi, everybody. It's Travis Magro here. <laughs> I would like to jump in now and say I, a thing. I'm, I'm quitting the show and doing my own spinoff of my baby. Yeah. It's just me it's, saying bad puns. It's called Believe It or Not, I'm Doing My Best. <laughs> With Pete Best. <laughs> With Pete Best. <laughs> With Travis Magro and Pete Best. Boy, we just couldn't get it together, could we? 
nope. And look how much more successful everybody else is doing now. Here's okay. I've never formed a band before. I have no idea what goes into it. But what's the pre-pro before you let somebody into a band like this that you only later find out like, oh, you're not good at music. Whoops. Like, isn't that a thing that you should find out? Uh, well, pre-forming. I want to see. I want you to imagine you're something for me, okay? You're you, okay? And you're doing. Uh, somebody's like, I know a cool bassist. <laughs> and you're like, okay, great. And he gets up, and he's. You're like, show me what you got. And he's like, blom 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 blom. And you're like, okay, cool. That sounds like you got it. Like, there's no way to tell if he's good at it or not. Wait, are you saying you're saying there's no way to tell if a bassist is good? Yeah, you can't tell if a bassist is good or not. Well, well. Sorry. <laughs> Join us in 2020 when we have to do a base arts thing where we pay $500 to bassists <laughs> to make up for everything we've said about them in the past. No, I love a fucking fresh baseline. Like, there's some good... You're saying there's no way to tell if a bassist is good at... What are you talking about? I know who good bassists are. They do, like, like Flea. He's good. Okay. Bootsy Collins. Uh, Getty Lee, like, there's a lot of very good bassists out there that play the bass, and it sounds good when they play it. Vic Wooten. Okay, now you're looking at a fucking Google list. No, I know Vic. I know Vic Wooten. Oh he yeah, with, uh, he played with. Oh, uh, what's that? The, what's that guy's name? Um, Dad likes him. The, uh, Bella Fleck. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's very very talented. Um, th- how how let's let's we're digging ourselves a bassist hole, and I want to get out of it. I'm what? just kidding. I'm doing like old jokes about bassists. I got. I know that you all have had it rough, and I'm sorry about piling on here. I don't mean it, and I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, and I can't stress this enough. I don't want to be educated. Okay, please. I've learned so much and grown so much. I can afford to write off this group of people. No, that's Ju- not. You already have that group of people, and it's jugglers. You don't right. get a second slot. But please don't educate. I don't want to know. Um, Here, I, I here's don't. the question. Here's the question for question writer. Because you really have to take a long, hard look in the mirror and decide... Do do you think that this band is going to go somewhere, or is this a fun, like, we get together on the weekends, you know, maybe three times a month, if we can swing it and make the schedule work, play some songs together, drink some beers, and then we usually end up playing Mario Kart kind of thing? Because if if it's that second one, it's going to be fine. Just, like, breathe deep and, like, listen to their shitty suggestions, and then just go on with whatever. It'll be fine. If you actually think like, no, this is what I want to do for a living. This is my career. And then we're really trying to make a go of this. Then you have to take that into account and you got to cut this person loose. Because if this is your job and they are not good at it and they are hard to work with, the last thing you want is like you play a concert and someone's like, hey, that's great. I I would love to sign you guys. And now you are stuck with them forever forever. And, like, that is what tears your band apart in two years because you can't yeah. stand one member of it. You know, it, it's it's funny. One of the things that you – like, when you're creating something, one of the things that I, I have learned and this uh, – I, I have found – I've discovered, like, why some people who are actually celebrities, I think, get the reputation of being, like, hard to work with, I think. Um, because I think when you're creating something and it's a collaborative thing, especially like if you're writing the songs and, and, and creating that stuff, um, 
other you think about your own stuff probably 50 to 100 times more than other people think about it but when you're working out together they want to have equal say in it and i think that it's okay if you're creating something and you have like an idea of what you want to create i think it's okay for you to to relax some of the like social convention of like how people normally like interact. I don't think it's inconsiderate, I guess is what I'm saying, or inhumane to have a creative vision and want people who are going to like support it and, and help you realize it rather than try to fight you at every corner. That's not to say that, you know, something can't be gained through conflict because I think that the creative work is filled with stories like that. But, but I do think that if it's not gelling with this person and you're serious about this, then, you know, there's, it's not like it's, it's like, it's a professional setting, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not working for the, the project that you're doing. And I don't think you should feel bad about making that clear. Kick them the fuck out. And maybe you'll be doing them a favor and they'll be like Pete best who started a band called the better Beatles. And they were, they were, they were better. They did white album too. We did it better this time. Two revolvers. Do you remember that album? Do you remember two revolvers? That's the one that's better than revolver. Yeah, because they had two guns the whole time. Um, I hope Paul McCartney never dies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but I think full stop. <laughs> full stop. I want to make that clear up front. <laughs> But I think we all know deep down he will die before Ringo Starr does. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're all pretty clear about that happening. I just he, hope- he will win the tontine. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope, and that tontine is this. I just hope that Ringo Starr has the guts to do a solo tour marketed as a Beatles reunion tour. Fuck I yeah. just want, I just want that. And here's the thing. No other instruments. Can no. be on stage. It is just Ringo Starr playing the and drums. And he, he also does like the few like harmonies. So it's just like paper bag That sounds again. It sounds that sounds fucking good. Yeah, I didn't know you were a bassist and a drummer. All right. So listen, right? Peace and love. Peace and love. I want the the left third of the auditorium you're george okay so like <laughs> you do george stuff and middle third you're you're uh, uh john was him and then right third you're paul so you do paul stuff and i'm just gonna do ringo stuff and all right i hate to stop you again you were a little off george part of the okay, crowd it's just please like get it this. together hey george <laughs> Hey, whichever one of you Georges is fucking up, raise your hand. <laughs> All right, you have to leave the concert because you're dragging us down. All right. 74 of you are fired from the band. The better, better be. The best Beatles. Take that, Pete Best. Put that in your fucking pipe. But you bet you wish you thought of that name, didn't you, you bastard? <laughs> um, okay, Yahoo time. I got one here from Level 9000, Yadru, Drew, Drew, Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yadru Answers user... Parami, and I don't think it's going to be a meaty one, but it's something we need to fucking discuss right now. Parami asks, I just heard the new company is finally taking over Yahoo. What will happen to our emails and Yahoo answers? This saddens me. Saw it on the news. I saw it on the news this morning that Verizon's company that Alibaba or Aldaba or whatever the hell it's called will be replacing Yahoo here in a few. I hate this so much. I hate it. I love answering questions on Yahoo Answers. Me too. I fucking love being a member of this community, and I don't know what Altaba is going to do with it, 
now that they are Yahoo, and I'm not sure what the business arrangement here. I know Melissa Mayer's on the way out, and she has been a stalwart guardian. She she was the one behind. I don't know if you guys know this. There's a new app called Yahoo Answers Now. Hello, Yahoo Answers Now. I'm so glad to meet you. I'm glad you came out like a couple months ago when the fucking fires are the hottest. When the Yahoo Answers uh, uh, sun has reached its zenith in the sky. Um, but now she's gone. Altaba's here. Nobody quite knows what's going to happen to Yahoo Answers, but I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's gone. It's gone. It's going to die and be gone. And then this podcast is going to die and be gone. You can't just turn off a website, Griffin. Sorry? You can't just stop a website. You can't the stop pa- the signal. You can't stop the signal, Griffin. What are they going to do? Just not? Just not anymore? What's that even look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess they've already uploaded all the data to the to the web. It's not like a oh, building you can me... tear down. They're not going to yeah. like close their doors. Let's really let's really think about this though. It's not like they can just suck the data back down from the web. Like once you put the data up there, mm-hmm. it's like up there and everybody like I have it I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at I'm trying I'm trying to work through this. I have Yahoo answers tabs open on my computer right now. I have the data. They can't take it off my computer, right? Is Altaba going to come and destroy my MacBook? No, no, it's it's important to know that Yahoo, the company, mm. sold its like verticals and its internet business and all that stuff to Verizon. So Verizon yeah. bought that stuff. Yes. What's left is Altaba. So it, I don't think Altaba will have any connection to Yahoo, the entity. Huh. Okay, so what? Where does that leave my precious Altaba aunt? Ugh, just saying that it saying felt it, it felt like poop falling out of my mouth. Altaba answers, awful, awful mouthfeel. What's gonna happen to it, Justin? Because you, I, you know more about this business. You, you're so. I know I'm the four, uh, Forbes thirty under thirty luminary, but like you are like yeah. Bloomberg and out. It's actually the Washington Post that I'm reading, but yeah, oh, for sure. Fuck. Um. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be all Am I, I going to be able to get on here and find out, like, what to do because I shoved a whole, like, 18-inch pizza up my butt? Am I gonna? Am I still going to have this utility available to me? Can we agree that Yahoo was never a very good name? Or do we think it was a good name? I mean, they had that fun theme song where it was yeah. like, Yahoo! I, I don't like think you can call that a high. theme song, Griffin. Yeah, sure you can, dude. I, 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 yeah, yeah, you can. Top, top ten TV theme songs of all time. Okay. Um, Scrubs. It's <laughs> 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 my favorite TV theme song. Um, yeah. So I don't. I'm just. I'm just really worried. I know there's not much to talk about here, and there's a lot of uncertainty in the air. But like, I didn't want like the next episode of Mabimban to not to be like. And here's an Altaba answers, and there's no groundwork for it. You know, it's just some things are important. Um, I have another guy. Words still mean things. What if Griffin? Hold on, though. What if I don't want to leave it there? Zag. What if Altaba comes in and like? turns this shit around and suddenly everybody's username loads on the first time every time and there's no more you'll never believe that melissa mccarthy is dead ads that pop up you know that's my dream but i'd still have to say altaba answer altaba 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 (laughs) i feel like an asshole just saying it alt answers no then it's no 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 
Okay, yeah. I'm going to read another yeah. alt. I'm just going to practice it so that like when it does switch over, it's normal. Here's all answers from uh, <laughs> another one from alt. Yeah, level nine thousand. Altara Druid Druid. See fucking Drew Davenport. Thank you. It's from the Nikki Bella who asks. I don't think this is the wrestler woman, but she asks. Is Ronald McDonald a virgin or did he lose his virginity? This is the <laughs> stuff that, like, I don't want to be gone. It can't be gone. I don't know that, Griffin. I won't. I want. But if he did, it was with Wendy. All right. Did, like, do we finally go too deep for you, Travis? Um, maybe. Now, this might it, be. Hmm. <laughs> was it with Wendy or was it with the Taco Bell dog? No, hmm. uh, it was hmm. with. Here's my question, you guys. Maybe it's with the Burger King. Hello. Do you think that this is why there have been different iterations of Ronald McDonald over the year that when when they lose when he gives away his treasure, his toy surprise, yeah, then they have to like he he is then free to leave, um, and a new Ronald McDonald is brought in. Yeah, like this, like the Dread Pirate Roberts. So it's. Uh, is there what? a test you could do yeah. on Ronald McDonald's to see if they're still vir- virginal? Now, mm, now, is this was this, would this be some sort of medical swab, or what do you what do you what do you or some kind of like word puzzle? I think you could just ask him because I don't think he can lie. He cannot lie he to can't a child. No, well, we'd need a child to ask him because he can't child lie to a child. A child has to ask him if he's had sex, and he can't <laughs> lie to a child. No, absolutely not. And also, if he's lost his virginity, French fries turn to ash in his mouth. You have to so, wait until you see the white smoke come out of the chimney of Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> Why does uh, Burger King get a say? Well, that they just announce it because it's weird for McDonald's to talk about. Yeah, just, and I just also sort of, I meant to say McDonald's. Just sort of acoustically, I can tell. Are you talking like in are your is your face in your hands in disgust right now? Or? It's basically sort of it, my hands are here. They're sort of yeah, sort of rubbing my head. Yeah. Every every, I'm just thinking about if we can come back from. This, this, yeah. and I don't. So, think, I mean, with the McDonald's sponsorship is out. I think we can all agree that now that ship has sailed. Correct. I mean, I don't. I would be. I'm fine with that. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm scrupled. Me and fucking Spurlock. Me and Morgan Spurlock hanging out all the time. I, if he, if that fool sees me with a big and tasty sure, in my sure, gob, sure. he will never. He'll cut me off. <laughs> he will think you're eating a five year old hamburger, which would yeah. be a bit. Yeah, that would be. What if McDonald's though? The ad campaign for 2017 was he did it. <laughs> and I'm not um, saying in the commercial we have to see Ronald McDonald <laughs> making love. I'm just saying like like the new commercial is that same Ronald McDonald, do you believe in magic, man? But now he's he's wearing like some fucking cool blue jeans and he's just like walking down the street all smooth. His hair like, slicked up. back, you know, and, and he's like, wearing some real cool like uh Warby Parker shades. Yeah, and it's like ba 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 he did it. I, I want to call me Ron that. now. I'm Ron <laughs> now. I made I wanna, love. I want to paint the ad for you. Uh, allow me to paint this picture. Yeah. We uh, lights up on a sad 
little, probably seven year old boy sitting on a bench outside of Mickey D's. And he's like, obviously downtrodden. He's wearing a medal that says second place in soccer. And he's obviously, he said, like, wait, the medal says second place in soccer. Can you please not interrupt me while I'm doing my ad? <laughs> The medal says second place in soccer. Okay. And and then you hear like boom 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 boom. <laughs> and Ron McDonald sits down next Ron to McDon. Him. He pops his collar and he's like, Hey kid, you having a a rough day? And the kid's like, Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that, Ron. And Ron says, Well, I know just the thing that could turn that around. And the kid's like Burgers and fries from McDonald's, and Ron says, "Um, yeah, that could work too, I guess." And then he, burr, 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 he gets he up as he it. lowers his shade and looks right at the camera, freeze frame. Uh huh. <laughs> and then the new tagline that he says direct to the camera is McDonald's. It's what kids have to do to feel good. <laughs> he puts his sunglasses, <laughs> and then like it fades to black. <laughs> And then the lights come back up, and he's still got his sunglasses down. And he's like, but not adults, if you know what I mean. And he wakes and then blackout. And then the lights come back up, and he's still got his sunglasses down. And he says, I mean, have sex. I did it. I did it. And you could, too. Now read my new book. Let me fucking paint you a new a new ad picture, okay? okay. It's the it's a it, it's the Jack in the Box man, and <laughs> he's he's doing his fucking bullshit, right? He's like dressed up as a fucking cowboy. He's yeah. advertising a new meal where you can get four tacos and a stank burger and a big old <laughs> plate of spaghetti, uh, all for one dollar. Um, and he's like doing his like funny bit, and everybody's like having a good time laughing. And um, who's that driving down the street in a big stretch limo? Well, the back window rolls down, and you see just like. Like a sweaty Ron, and he's not wearing a shirt, and he just looks at at the Jack in the Box man kind of condescendingly, and you can tell that he's like making love in there. And then like the window rolls off, rolls up, and it drives up, and then it's ba 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 ba. He's doing it, um, and it's not a Jack in the Box commercial anymore. <laughs> so McDonald's buys a commercial app from underneath them. Yes. Or another one could be the fucking creepy Burger King King is like peering through a window. And who's in that window? It's it's a mid-coitus Ron. And you and you just you don't see him. You never see him, but you hear sort of some squeaking and some low moaning. I think a good way to keep this campaign moving, because I mm-hmm. don't want the campaign to stall. Yeah. It's so important to reinvent. I think you've seen all the classic ads sort of run out of even like ones people love, like where's the beef or whatever. Um, they, they run out of steam eventually. Bo knows that, you know, I could name other ads, but I feel like we can keep the campaign moving forward where each ad Ronald discovers a new sex thing. Oh, okay. So he's like more, it's like, there's more holes. And he's like excited that he's excited. He found other holes. And then he's like, not just women. You can do it with guys too. You could do it with basically anybody that's willing. And like in every commercial, he finds a new sex thing that he's excited about. Is what I'm saying. And then the last commercial, he has to learn to love himself. Exactly. By which I mean (laughs) masturbation. (laughs) Like 
could have just been doing this the whole time. I could have done this the whole time. Um. All right. So that and that was that one. That was that. That was that bit. So that bit is that. That was what you heard earlier was the end of it. That was the end of it. This is after it. This is after it. And I hope you all another classic bit in the books. That but we're done. Let's go, buddy. Said, "Come on, let's go. Come on, get in the car. We're going." I'm going to tell you about Nature Box. Um, Nature Box is the best place to go to get snacks that taste great and are better for you, made with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. Um, they have a ton of really great snacks. I have uh, a few bags on my hand right now. Got some uh, dark chocolate almonds that are really good. Got some um, uh, salt and pepper pop pops. I got some raspberry whole wheat figgy bars. I got some Big Island pineapple. Really into the Big Island pineapple. It's Love just like that. it's just Love that. dried pineapple rings, but they're good as hell. Like if fruit roll ups were good, they'd be Big Island pineapple. Um, it's really Ooh, simple. A to- shot fired across the bow of yeah, fruit really, roll ups. Wow, we're just um, rolling out sponsors left and right, huh? Um, basically, you just go to naturebox.com and you check out their huge snack catalog. They've got over a hundred snacks to choose from, uh, and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks. You pick the ones you want, and then they deliver them right to your door. And right now, you can save even more. Uh, Naturebox is offering our fans fifty percent off your first order when you go to naturebox.com/slash/mybrother. That's naturebox.com/slash/mybrother, and you'll get fifty percent off your first order. Go to naturebox.com/slash/mybrother. I would like to talk to everybody about their underpinnings. Mm, it's underwear. What's what's on your frame really yeah. informs no, it's not a question. This is okay. I, there's the rest of the sentence. Really informs, I would say, the rest of your day. You know okay. what I mean? Like I don't know if you're like me, but you wake up in the morning and you kind of look through your walk-in closet of underwear and you decide like what kind of day you're going to have, you know, are you going to wear like your favorite pair? Are you going to wear your least favorite pair? Are you going to wear your productive underpants? Are you going to wear your uncomfortable underpants? Mm -hmm. Are you going to wear your chainmail underpants? Are you going to wear your lead lined underpants? You really have to decide. I'm, I'm, it's laundry day. So I'm wearing some, some non Mondays and it's, um, it's a pair of boxers that are like a size too big for me. And to quote the classic song, huge basketball shorts, it's like a Bedouin group tent cinched by a belt. It's <laughs> no, it's no good down there and it's ruining this podcast. So we would like you to really get your undercarriage game on point. Much like Justin might modify the undercarriage of his new whip. You can modify your undercarriage with MeUndies. And you know what? Here's a super fun. Um, and, you know, it's a little bit cheesy, but I think it's nice that you can do matching underpants for you and your partner um, or partners. You know what I mean? Go to town. Just an array of me undies. That would be fun. Wouldn't it? For your, bus- for your business partners. For your business partners, for your band partners. That mm. might be the thing that brings you up. Maybe you're like, you know how the Red Hot Chili Peppers always perform with their dicks out? Oh, like, yeah. I love that. Right? That's what I want to see is a bunch of like 50-year-old dudes hanging brain at the Super Bowl. Right? Thanks, thanks, Chili Peps. So maybe your band's thing is you all play in matching MeUndies, right? Now, I know what you're thinking. 
but Travis, I am in the polyphonic spree, and that would cost way too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, thank you for listening. I'm a big yeah. fan. Um, secondly, the good news is you can get uh, free shipping and 20% off your first order if you go to meundies.com slash brother. So that way, you you and the rest of the polyphonic spree can all wear matching MeUndies. <laughs> I'm telling you, these are the greatest underpants. And you're guaranteed to have a better day for wearing them, so you have nothing to lose. I think that's a bold claim, but I'm not making it. MeUndies is making it. A, they have a better day guarantee. So check it out. Go to MeUndies.com slash brother right now. Get 20% off your first order. Find out what you've been missing. Live a whole new lifestyle. You're going to turn it all around. I guarantee. 2017 is the year that if you haven't girded your loins with MeUndies, you're just not doing it right. MeUndies.com um, slash my brother. I have a message here for Jacqueline, and it's from Misty, who says, Happy birthday to my favorite older sister. You did a great job this past year, and I'm sure this next year will be even better. You're still an awesome sister, even if you're seeing Hamilton three times and only taking me once. You did introduce me to the brothers, so I guess it's a fair trade. Happy birthday again from your sweet baby sister. Um, and wow, that one's, that one's for January 13th. We did a good job with the timing on that. Yay! Uh, I love, you gotta see Hamilton three times, cause that's when you really start to notice the ARG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lynn is hitting so many, happy birthday, Lynn, by the happy way. Happy birthday, Lynn. Happy birthday, um, Lynn. Happy birthday. Have so many secret messages, though, and so many, like a secret game and like a fun riddle hidden. And, and there's like call outs that they want you to do. Yeah. To, yeah. Get, to continue the get, like you can actually, ch- a lot of people don't know this, but yeah. if you watch Hamilton and do the call outs at the right time, you actually shift the story. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we have a puzzle keeper in the audience. There's mm-hmm. like an old wizard that mm-hmm. is not normally by the show, but he comes out and he's like, we have a, a puzzle keeper. And then the rest of the show just becomes about you trying to solve the... It's still very good. But it's it's still good. good. The but... first time you just watch the show. The second yeah. time you look for the clues. The third time, the trick is you gotta watch the audience to find out who the murderer find is. Who the murderer is. So, But then, if you find out the right keyword, at the end of the show, Bird's got his gun pointed at Hamilton. Hamilton points his pistol at the sky. And then you you shout, we the people! Because that's the catch, that's the key code. Hamilton points his gun down, shoots Aaron Bird to death. <laughs> and Hamilton lives. And Hamilton wins. And then that. there's a, and then, but then you get this good ending. Yeah. Nobody's gotten the good ending yet. You've only you, gotten the bad ending. And also, here's a little secret that they don't tell you when you buy your ticket. Reach under your chair. There's mm-hmm. a little uh, keypad in there, and you can vote on which ending you want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look under your chair. You also nope, get farther, to vote on reach farther. You farther. get to vote on which family submission video is the funniest American home video. That's what they don't tell you. They don't tell you that. A lot of uh, secret stuff. I have another I message. A, oh no, you can, can do it. Yes. Do you mind? I got a message for Sarah and Ty. It's from Dad. It's from Mom. It's from Rachel. It's from Elliot. It's from Tim, and it's from Elizabeth. Congratulations on your wedding. We hope your new life together is full of love, joy, and puppies. Now let the brothers three w- say it. Welton. 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 Welcome you to Married Life with our theme song. We are the Coulter family, and we are hospitable in every single little way possible. We've got fire hazards in every room. Just make sure you're not here when it goes. Boom. Tick, tick, boom. Boom. 
boom. That's a theme song. I That's a good that. theme song. Thanks. Um, no, it's not. I'm not c- congratulating you. I'm congratulating oh, this well, family. You yeah, didn't there, write it. There is uh there is a lot of notation here. It's fully fully uh orchestrated and stuff. Yeah. So um congratulations, Sarah and Ty. Rest of the Good family, work. get it the fuck together. Fire is serious business, y'all. It's yeah, a don't make us ex- call somebody like have a building inspector come in and shut you down. We'll call I'll call the fire police, the cop who's also a fireman. So and you know the that. most powerful. He's the most powerful because he has jurisdiction over both, over legal law and fire law. So you better watch out and you better not cry. And they let him use an axe and a gun. He's got an axe and a gun, so you better watch out. Better say your prayers. (laughs) When I was a kid, I used to see the the fire inspector... I and I thought his job was to tell if it was a fire or not. Oh, like, cool. yeah, this was done by a fire. This mm-hmm. one was a fire, guys. Back it up. Hi, brothers. My boyfriend today did this joke kiss thing where he um, leaned in with his mouth wide open to put his mouth over the top of my mouth and also my nose. Oh, my God. It, instinctually, I tapped him pretty hard in the balls. I do not feel the punishment fits the crime, and I'm wondering what kind of gift I should get that says I'm sorry for balls having you. Any suggestions? Thanks. And that's from Sorry About Your Sandbags in Seattle. It's a funny thing about the ball tap. Yeah. Because if you don't have um, balls, you might – like when you see people get kicked in the nards, like Wolfman or whoever get kicked Mm -hmm. in the nards, a lot of times you think like – Oh, that must be the most painful thing. It's actually the tap is worse. The tap I think is the, worse. The worst ball pain, I think, is when you're wrapping up an, ex- an extension cord mm. and you're not taking great care. <laughs> and you're not and wearing just, pants. I hear a laugh of recognition. I like everybody goes with everybody who has balls goes through this one. I think sometimes you're wrapping up an extension cord and it just. Gives that that light to you with the that tip. tap. It just like it's yeah. nauseating. It's rough. It's I was really just, rough. I was laughing because like it would be funny if we just talked about different ways you could get hit in the in your gyms for like the next twenty minutes. Like I love maybe that, like a that bee shit. lands on your crotch and someone's That's, trying to be helpful. And then you but, hit it with oh, the news. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about nut shots because we are that ain't us. That just ain't us. I like to think yeah. we're a little bit better than this Ashton Kutcher form of humor. And we got at least 20 more episodes. We got to stretch it out a little bit. We don't want to burn it out. Stretching it out is another painful way. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say that I do actually think the punishment fit the crime because they tried to do baby CPR on you. And that is unacceptable. <laughs> That's actually, I think, how the Dementors kiss works. Yes. You've got to yeah. be careful with that shit. You might have saved your life. You don't know. Maybe this whole like boyfriend thing has just been a long con to mm. eat your soul to demit you. I took a baby CPR class and like you just put your whole mouth over basically their entire face, and it's like, oh, really, kiddo? Like I wouldn't like that basically at all. And I know it's a life saving procedure, but like, oh boy, their whole face, yeah, the whole head basically you just pop it in your mouth like a jawbreaker and you breathe <laughs> real hard. Shit, that seems like it would stink. But oh, all right. I can't imagine having that be done to me as a person. No, thank mm-hmm. you. I think mm-hmm. I think you're I think you're on solid ground here. Uh, uh, yeah, no one should do that. That he shouldn't have done that to you. And I mean, like, he'll remember. No, yeah, he's not gonna try it again. Absolutely not. 
The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroys. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> I have a Yahoo real quick here I could do. Okay. It's from Altaba Answers user Drew Davenport. It's from Altaba's own Drew Davenport. That's his new name, Altaba's own. Uh, it's from Altaba user Hominy Domini who asks, Do you know some movie, cartoon, or book with same style of monkey bone? Maybe the nearest, <laughs> maybe the nearest it I can... I, that I know be The Mask or movies of Tim Burton, and yet it's not exactly that I quest. Okay. You know um, how sometimes those, like, fake news stories pop up at the bottom of other news stories, and they say, like, why no one will ever cast such and such in a movie again? Yeah. I often see that for Brendan Fraser, and I'm like, oh, I know why. <laughs> oh, no, I, I've got it. <laughs> I like Brendan Fraser. I, I love do too. Brendan Fraser. But I that fool. Unru- and we've, listen, we've talked about the nine lives of Brendan Fraser's career many times before. But like, he in like one year made like the remake of Bedazzled, yeah. Monkey Bone, yeah, and like Probably six one of the other mummies. movies. Um, hmm. I can we just talk quick pivot? Uh, I was listening to a recent Rose Buddies where your wife Rachel said she's never seen a Brendan Fraser film. Yeah, yeah. what? What? It's pretty wild. How do you know, not like, accidentally see a Brendan Fraser movie? I think she's, I think sometimes on that show, she just like, she says stuff to sound more erudite than I am. Sure. But you know, she's seen George of the Jungle and loved it. She saw George of the Jungle and George of the Jungle too and loved both of them, even though I don't think Brendan's in the second one. Um, she's just so hungry for that Fraser content. One time she watched, oh, this is great. We were scrolling through Netflix and she's like, what's this show? And I was like, Fraser? And she's like, yeah, let's watch it. And she's like, where's Brendan? The whole time. And I was like, <laughs> he's not in this he's one. Not in that one. It's Kelsey in this one. How do you not at least see Encino, man? I mean, you, yeah, I, I, we, we, we can't. in the juice? I, mean, I know, yeah. Uh, love Brendan Fraser. What the fuck were we talking about? Monkey Bone, is there, so it's like a recommendation we can do, like, um, like a Netflix recommendation, how, um, you know, you watch one documentary on like how grains are harvested in Turkey or something like that. And it's like, Oh, here's a hundred more grain movies. Oh, and it's like, I've got it. I don't know. I've got it, Griffin. I've got it. I've got it. You like monkey bone. I love monkey. I love monkey bone. Must love monkey. bone. Then you might like cool world. Cool, cool world. world is very monkey bone. Oh yeah. man. Cool world on the SNES. Love that. You control Jack, the yeah. character from Cool World, and you're just like doing it. Was Brad right? Pitt in Cool World? Brad Pitt yeah, was, was Cool World, yeah. Whoa. Cool world. Um I loved the monkey bone game on the JNES. <laughs> um and it was that one console only had four games on it, and it was Monkey Bone. It was 
Gremlins 3. It was Tiger Woods PGA Tour 11. So they did make one. They released one more late game. I believe that was the street ball version. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can everybody just give me 45 seconds? Cool world for the Super Nintendo Entertainment oh System has a Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia page will fill a single browser window. It is not extensive. The uh, largest section is gameplay. It is broken into two paragraphs. Here is the full text of that section. The player controls Jack, who must avoid being surrounded by the Popper Police, a cartoon police force, or get arrested. Depending on how many times the player has broken the law and whether he has collected the in-game currency of nickels, that's italicized, or not, the player will either get a lecture by Detective Frank Harris and or be forced to pay bail money. Ten coins is the usual bail required by Detective Harris. Players can visit Las Vegas to increase their nickel stash and store their coins at the Cool World Bank. Other in- That's first paragraph. Other in-game locales include a pawn shop that allows them to items to be traded or bought with nickels in addition to the stash cl- slash club where the player arranges a date with Hollywood at Hollywood's house. The player must navigate the exterior of the house in order to reach the date with Holly. If the player did not arrange a date with Holly before reaching the top, Jack is tossed back to the ground level in the malt shop. Candy can be found in addition to other sweets. However, entry is restricted to players who have collected several pieces of candy End. Of gameplay mm, description. That's a good one. Yeah, gotta watch uh, that. I gotta pl- gotta get my hands on this cart. Now, Nintendo Power did give that bad boy three point two five out of five. Power Unlimited went with seventy five percent rating in their July nineteen ninety three. You know, three quarters of it's pretty good. There's a. I, I didn't like the mall level with the candy, but this other is I that, love the pawn shop though, and the very graphic the sex scene with in Hollywood. The pawn shop and the sex scene were the graphics were amazing. This is three-fourths of the way to the greatest game you could possibly make, mm. basically. I look at I look at this, I look at uh, Link to the Past, and I say, like, this is only 25% worse than this. <laughs> um, cool world, man. What a trip. Cool That's world. a good recommendation for this. Um, Didn't get you- Brad Pitt on the box, though. Did not get Brad Pitt. Oh, there's, a, there's a cartoon Kim Basinger. But not Brad Pitt. Didn't it's get the license. One of those Tom Cruise situations where like he won't allow his spirit to be sucked up in a video game cartridge. Um I have a recommendation. If you like Monkey Bone, you will love Seabiscuit. <laughs> now why is that? Okay. Well, Chris Catan is in it. And he plays he plays Monkey Bone. And he's a rival jockey. But he's, like, up to no good. So it's an unofficial, non-canonical sequel? Is that what you're saying? It's canonical. It is canonical. Seabiscuit's in the Boneverse, baby. And a lot of movies are, and you don't realize it. Hamilton's technically in the Monkey Boneverse. Mm. Just nobody knows it because it's in the good ending. Here's a question. I have a problem where I can't throw away any stuffed animals or put them in my closet because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Fuck you, Toy Story. The real issue is that whenever people come over, they see my stuffed animals, assume I collect them, and then get me more as gifts. Ooh, that's rough. It's nice of them, but I am 20 years old. I have about 50 stuffed animals now, and I'm running out of room on my bed. How do you politely tell people to stop getting me stuffed animals? Uh, That's from Entombed in East Lansing. Hmm. You don't see that part of Toy Story, where Andy's just, like, crushed by the emotional weight of having all these toys, and his mom's like, look, I got you a new year. It's Dash Rindar. 
And he's like, fucking <laughs> another toy that, like, I can't... Uh, hello, Dash. Hi, I'm Dash Rendar. Point me which way to Boba Fett. I'm gonna kick his ass. Okay, well... Na- <laughs> Day, don't let me die or get rid of me. Okay, God. It's like I have 40 kids. This sucks. I hate my toys. I'm a Star Wars character without any superpowers or laser swords. I'm everybody's favorite. I don't have like a cool motorcycle thing. I'm nothing. If you carry me out on the street and let me go and I fall into a drain, it's like you've murdered a real person. All right, Dash. Fuck. Do you just want to stay in my room, I guess? Yeah, but don't let the cat get me. It'll actually kill me like it's killed a real person. The problem is, if you get rid of your stuff, some of your stuffed animals, people will come by and say, mm, supplies look a little low. Let me, <laughs> Running let through me, them real quick. Let me top you off with a few more stuffed animals. This one, this is Susan the rabbit, and she has to take these pills twice a day. Okay, more, just more responsibility. You don't need all this responsibility on your shoulders at 20 years old. I think you need to divest, or maybe come up with like a fictional sort of plague that sweeps through, you know what I mean? And th- that's a dark way to take it. But if you're worried about offending the like spirits or whatever of these stuffed animals, maybe some of them, like I don't know, died, and then you can you can get rid of them. And I know that's well, a dark way to take this, but it solves the problem pretty well. Well, there's a there's a lighter way to go with this, and, and the answer is in the question. Mm. You got you're stuck in Toy Story one. You got to yeah. get to Toy Story 3 and give these to a child who will appreciate having a hundred stuffed animals all over their bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, their you, problem now. You need to put away such childish things and start a new journey for, you know, Mr. Bear McGuggins. Now and give them to a neighborhood child. Don't get, don't do a Toy Story 2 though and give one of them to a weird pervert because then you actually end up with more toys at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. You, it's a, it's a net toy gain in that. Can I, I suggest, you know, people do Christmas cards. I would like to suggest a new kind of card that you can send out to everybody. Like people use Christmas cards to update people with like their life scenario or whatever. I want to suggest a new kind of card called I'm out the game cards. And basically, here's what this would be. It would be a picture of you with all your stuffed animals. And at the top, it would say in huge letters, I'm out the game. And on the inside, it would say, see all these motherfuckers? They're headed to the dumpster. This chapter in my life is over, and everybody needs to be made aware of that. But you don't, you don't do anything. Like, you don't get rid of them. You keep them. And if people come by... Just be like, yeah, I haven't made it to the dumpster yet, but soon I'm going to get there. But then everybody will know that you're out of the game, and they won't get you any more stuffed animals. And you That's can do this with anything. Any, hob- any hobby that you're over. Like, if nine-year-old Griffin could have said everybody, uh, uh, I'm out the game regarding NASCAR, which he had a brief flirtation with the, the reverberations. Oh, I did, didn't I? I teased, I teased with it. Yeah, and and you didn't quite didn't quite shake it. For a while, uh, I got a NASCAR. Terms- I got a fucking NASCAR like fat head that I had hung up on the wall of my room for like a minute, and I was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> this isn't me." But um, he knew he was out of the game, but other people didn't know that he was out of the game. So I'm saying we need to make it a custom that you make you make a broad sweeping announcement that everybody should be aware that you're out of a particular game that you're no longer in the game. Uh, but then, like, what if they've already bought me? You know the Joey Logano fat head to hang up alongside the 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 DJ three. You throw it in the trash. 
D- and DJ, who's don't DJ? Because it would definitely be D.E. would be Dale Earnhardt. And he's definitely junior, not the third. So I kind of, I, I man, <laughs> racing, right? Like, there's so many racers, it's hard to keep them all straight. I think it's racists. If you're following, Travis, Toy, if you're following Toy Story rules, um, then if you have your stuffed animals somewhere where you can see them easily, that it, you're robbing life seconds from them, honestly, because they can't live their lives as long as you can see them. So the kindest thing you could do for them is put them in an attic where they can build a, a new society free from your tyrannical rule and they can live forever up there and they never have to shut off their spirits and you can live your life downstairs and everybody can just go about their business. That's no, what that's, I would do. That's the toy floor. We don't go up there. They have their we life. We there. have ours. If we when go you, up there, we kill them. So we when, have to stay When here. you see them, they're dead. So you would think there would be one scene in Toy Story of like a toy like sneezing. And everybody being like, what? Right? Wait, like the toy sneezes when it's in dead mode? Yeah. Because they're just pretending to be toys. Yeah. What's yeah, I the, mean, definitely. What's the toy movie that's sort of like the Christmas toy? Christmas you guys toy. remember that one? Yeah. That's mm. kind of like, it follows Toy Story law, sort of. But if you get spotted, you're dead. Yeah. That's but cr- you're still that- a toy. That's the thing. Just your yeah. anima, your your soul is ripped from your toy body, and you are then. And the worst part about that is, is like, and not to jump into the old internet, you know, Toy Story. What if they die? But like, then that toy's still there. It's not like the human picks up and goes, "Ah, soul's out of it. Better get rid of this one. <laughs> this one's got no soul. Uh, got no soul. Dumpster." <laughs> Uh, so this has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show from the Modular Era. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, sorry about killing all those toys at the end. I think it's got a little dark. Um, and sorry about what else we're sa- The Ronald sex mm-hmm. thing was like out of line. Really sorry about that. Even, even bringing that awful Brendan Fraser movie to my like attention, you manifested it into my universe. And I don't know I can forgive you for that. That's a nightmare. That movie should be wiped from existence. So sorry about all that stuff, but we hope you've managed to enjoy yourself somehow against all odds. Um, do we have anything cooking that we want to tell people about? Anything that we in the hopper? I would like to do uh, a little plug for a new project uh, that I am starting this week. Um, so me and Hal Lublin, who is uh, you know another host of General Podcast and a good friend of mine, we're starting a podcast called Surprisingly Nice. Uh, where we sit down with people that we are both friends and fans of and um, just have a super pleasant conversation. We just recorded our first episode with Adam Savage, and topics of discussion included what's your favorite kind of weather and why, Uh, what's your favorite smell that you would never find as a Yankee candle, Um, when you have ice cream, do you eat it right away or let it melt a little? Um, And we, it's very nice, and... um, it's uh, the kind of hook of it is uh, each episode there will be a 45 minute version made available for free to everybody, and there will also be an extended version uh, on Bandcamp for a dollar, and all money uh, from those sales goes to a charity of the guests choosing. So in episode one, Adam Savage chose uh, the Standing Rock Tribe, so all money from the sale of those episodes. Uh, we'll go to Standing Rock. So if you want to check that out, uh, all the free episodes will be on iTunes, and we'll also tweet out the link. The Twitter is uh, the Nice Cast. 
Um, and you can also find the uh, extended versions on Bandcamp uh, at bit.ly forward slash surprisingly nice. Our monikers expansion came out. Um, and so if you uh, bought one of those, then you should have it uh, or have it very soon. Um, if you didn't, I don't I don't think there's is there going to be a way to get it after this? I think we warned people fairly, fairly well that it was a one time dealy. Um uh, so yeah, I, I hope you all enjoy it. I'm really happy with how it turned out. It's cool that we have like a card game thing, uh, that, uh, that like has all our, our dumb jokes on it. Uh, and thank you to the, to the monikers folks for, for doing that with us. It was a lot of fun. Um, our CISO show is coming out soon in like a month and that's going to be really, that's going to be really good too. Uh, there should be more stuff about it coming out soon, more video stuff that I think y'all are going to like. Um, Thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song It's a Departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, it's a very, very, very good album to listen to during this long winter. Also want to thank Maximum Fun for having us. Go to MaximumFun.org and go check out all the shows on there because there's a bunch of really great programs, and I think you're going to like all of them. Uh, and if you want to hear more stuff or see more videos that uh, we're on, you can go to McElroyShows.com uh, and find all that there. Also, our contact info and uh, Twitter handles and stuff like that is also on McElroyShows.com. Uh, well, folks, that's it. Yeah, so I have a final Yahoo here, and it's sent in by... <laughs> L- wow. What's wrong? Yeah, It's That's just like I Justin just... suddenly forgot how he ended every episode of the show. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still getting into this call. I don't feel great. I'm just trying my best. Um, don't say that you didn't like this episode, because I was trying my best. Okay? He's trying his best, everybody. I'm trying my best, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> This one was sent in by... uh. Uh, man, a lot of people sent in some really good ones this week, but this closer was sent in by level 9000 Altaba user Drew, Drew Davenport. Sorry, thank is you. that the hat trick? Yep. Yeah. Damn. Uh, thank you, Drew. It's from Altaba Answers user Brian, who asks, What hookah tobacco smells like sex or a sexy woman? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Justin McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.